0: What's good y'all, it's your boy King Jewel and I am fresh back from Brooklyn, New York with a ton of dope content. We got music videos done while I was out there. I was able to uh, finally catch up and link with someone very important uh, to the culture not just uh new york culture but black culture in general you know um this dude is a real solid dude um recently got his own segment on the doggy diamonds network uh doggy diamonds tv uh the name of his segment is called outspoken with karim blizz johnson i suggest everybody go subscribe go like from now before you even hear this interview uh, so he's in association with Doggy Diamonds. Uh, these two have been releasing some really dope content as of late. But even before Blizz came to the table, Doggy Diamonds TV has been a, has been a very established uh, brand in New York media. Um, and just hip-hop media in general. And before that, before that they was Forbes DVD. And if you a true hip-hop head you came up in the smack Sub-Zero era, you know exactly what Forbes DVD is. Um... So, I went to Brooklyn, went to go shoot some videos, handle some stuff for the Fast App, uh, which will be in store soon, and I happened to be able to link with Karim Blizz Johnson from out of East New York, Brownsville to be specific. I call him the mayor of Brownsville, the mayor of East New York, and they should have had this guy, instead of Mayor Adams, be our real voice for New York, because not only does he come from the environment, he's been through the ups and downs, he cares about people who are incarcerated, victims of of uh, families who, who might have people who are victims of murder, uh, you know, real community outreach, real people really touching the people from the mud and making it happen, um, and, and getting online on YouTube and getting all the views he deserves. So without further ado, let's get into this brand new interview on time bomb radio from doggy diamonds tv's own outspoken with karim blizz johnson karim blizz johnson y'all when enjoy when they it.
1: touch you and they tap you on your shoulder mm-hmm. they orchestrate everything after that right right so it's but so much he can do but that's the danger in it because you gotta come back down at some point that part you know that poor. I've been with all of them Trust and believe man. I've been around these dudes And I know I can see it And once they start Distancing mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. They don't realize How naked and vulnerable They are Right That's the same shit That happened to Cash And Cat- I told his homies Cassidy Casanova
0: Oh Casanova Yeah I told his yeah, yeah, yeah. homies
1: I said yo, yo Once he at that brunch Y'all can forget it He's mm-hmm. not coming out The way no more
0: Nipsey went to the brunch too Right I'm not sure
1: if nipples. It's like
0: you marked. It's like you marked once you once you put you that took, lavender blaze on. You
1: took the money, mm-hmm. and it's only one bag. Mm-hmm. People believe that it's yo, it's it's one fucking check, writer mm-hmm.
0: But hold on, what about the niggas who think they'll get diplomatic immunity due to the fact that Desiree Perez is is the goddamn CEO
1: She's, of Rock Nation? She is on paper. Mm-hmm. She can't protect you from shit mm-hmm. Everybody has to have their own protection mm-hmm. So she's still working mm-hmm. She can't protect you right. I'm gonna fuck you she do? Five, and she not earning Mm-hmm.
0: She's not an earner, she's just a babysitter Right, 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 it's going to get spicy, we going to kick it off right yeah, now definitely Hey, y'all listening, y'all tuned in to TBR Time Bomb Radio It's your boy King Jewel, we back at y'all for another segment This is season 2, episode 3 I got a special guest with me The one and only, legendary Brooklyn East New York advocate Born and raised, holding it down for the entire city Blizz Johnson, Kareem Blizz Johnson to be correct And before we even get started Y'all hit his cash app, Blizz155. Y'all show some love, because y'all about to hear some jewels. You know, um, we're going to get into a, a nice little conversation about everything going on, uh, not just in the community, but also the industry, politics, and the people behind it. Uh, so I know where you're from, but tell the people a little bit about where you're from and what it's like coming up in your neighborhood, Blizz. Salute, salute, salute. Uh
1: appreciate everybody within earshot. Um... As you all know, I've spoken about it several, several, several times. My section of Brooklyn, East New York, um, the 75th precinct. Growing up, uh, I can say as a youngster, was an adventure. You know, there was very, very good times. Coming of age, man, we, we enjoyed ourselves. We played. We rode bikes. We did... Um, Things that the average uh, child and adolescent does in various different communities, man. It was, it was a pleasure, and it was something that you know I would never, ever, ever want to have missed. Um, especially pre the crack era. You know, we we were able to learn as young men. Um, We were able to discover. We had a space where we could, you know, uh, figure the world out to a certain degree. Um, But it was very, very dangerous. There was a lot of fisticuffs. Uh, There were a lot of bullies. There were a lot of things going on in East New York that wasn't going on um, in other communities. And we took it as normal. And how would you say
0: things have changed from simpler times to now, how drastic has the change been to where we are now in 2022? Just like with everything, um, you know, going
1: from a simpler time. Well, the the amount of death. Um, We would hear of certain people meeting their demise uh, every once in a while, you know, and those times were very uh, shocking. And it was very traumatic So you would hear somebody got shot Or Mm -hmm. somebody got stabbed Mm -hmm. Um, But it was A long distance in between Mm -hmm. Now These kids are in a space Where this is a daily Activity Someone is getting killed Someone is getting shot Right? Numerous individuals Are being taken off the set Into the prison System you know, it was a big deal back then for somebody to just go to Sparfit or to reach Rikers Island. It was practically unheard of for somebody to do some state time. And when you heard that, I mean, three years, five years would seem like an eternity. Now it's commonplace. And it is not only tolerated, it is accepted and viewed as a coming of age for our young people and it destroys their potential, so it was very, very, very different when I was coming up.
0: And this is going to go into like pretty much what our whole conversation is going to be centered around. Um, but it's like, what do you think it is that made it like that to where it is today, where we get murders every other day, or every day if, if not, um, we've seen another young black man or women or woman uh slain, or just some heinous activity. Uh, what do you think is influencing the rise in the crime
1: rate and just the criminal activity overall? Well, there's a there's a there's a lack of nurturing from our people. Um, it's not only mothering and fathering, parenting on a whole, but society. There's a distinct lack of nurturing, um, and that lack of nurturing has attributed to us being involved in very very dangerous lifestyles and when you're involved in something that stymies your growth Mm -hmm. and that is really beneath you the potential for death is right around a corner so when you don't nurture each other when you don't look out for each other when you don't care about each other generally Mm -hmm. just as human beings Right? Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's a whirlwind. Absolutely. Death is right there. It's just waiting. So our people live without purpose. If you live without purpose, it's like any other animal. you just living instinctual, based on your instincts, based on basic needs, and not thought. Mm-hmm. And you can just
0: walk right into the traps. One thing you, one thing you just said that stood out to me was, um, people helping other people. You know what I mean? And, and one thing I like to see Is black people help other black people i seen recently um, You've been doing a segment Outspoken with Corinne Bliss Johnson On the Doggy Diamonds No Filter YouTube channel How did you and Doggy Diamonds meet And go on to eventually establish A work and business relationship like you guys got
1: um, Well, I was working um, With the anti-gun violence campaign uh, In East New York Which uh, eventually became this crisis management system That has uh, spread out throughout the five boroughs And now is actually an international program And uh, I used to use Facebook a lot Just to, you know, do my little rants My little bills That was something that I was engaged with Within my little base My little followers and subscribers and stuff And I went on a rant uh, he actually was watching and took it and put it on I uh, believe at the time it was Forbes DVD when he was still involved with that and from that placement uh, it went you know a little 25-30,000 views so I reached out to him and we had this this back and forth back channeling where we were actually you know just inboxing each other getting familiar and we exchanged math at one point and began you know, speaking more and more on a regular basis. Powerful. Um, This went on for a couple of years. And then one night he'd say, yo, listen, man, our bills are powerful. Would you like to come on? And from then, after that, the response was 200,000 views, 300,000 views. And, you know, it developed organically over time to a space where he said, well, listen, we're going to do outspoken for 10 shows that was that was the thought that we would have 10 shows and then I would be able to build my channel from there and the people didn't want 10 shows mm. they wanted more mm. and now we're on our 102nd or third show of Outspoken with numerous times that I've been on No Filter and his other channel Doggy Diamonds Verse where we do a 10 minute segment and it's just a beautiful relationship um, and you can see that you can see that just
0: just watching it. Let me just say this much is that uh, I always loved the Doggy Diamonds channel. I always subscribed to it i, I remember buying Forbes DVDs um even though I'm a young boy I, I was still buying Forbes DVDs. I got older brothers, and uh, when they was DVDs. And you know, uh, you made the channel that much better, though the content became that much more powerful. Even though he had like Ali Vegas on there talking about like the dark side of the industry, you 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 gave us an introspective from being in the community. Um, you know, inside looking out, not outside looking in, and and that's what. I appreciate And I know all the people Watching appreciate And so yeah You were stand up A stand out And a stand up uh, person You really stand out For the channel Of Doggy Diamonds And it's a great thing To have you on that channel For real right? Yes
1: I was um, Always Always And I tell them daily That you know I love my comrade That's that's what we speak on Soon as we open Any show That we're on together Because that opportunity For us to show uh, Two men Right? Working together, building together, not always agreeing, but definitely loving each other and wanting each other to be that the best that, that we can be. You understand? So, you know, me being inserted in his space is something, you know, that I treasure daily. You know, I, like I said before I even started here, that I've reached out. We speak to each other about two or three times during the day. Mm-hmm. You dig? That's, that's really my comrade. And there's so much that he has in store, mm-hmm. you know, for for his community, for his subscription base, that they really haven't seen, you know, the best that Doggy Diamonds has to offer.
0: That part. Y'all look forward to that. You know, um... There's a lot of people out here who don't want us to be the best we could be. You know, Mm -hmm. the hip hop police Mm -hmm. and uh, people often say the LAPD was connected to the slaying of Nipsey Hussle. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would make sense that they would be part to blame if WAC 100 and Big U are indeed employees of the federal government. I've always had my suspicions about WAC personally uh, since as early as 2015, Uh, but why has it taken our people so long to recognize these snakes? Like, just because of clubhouse, these clubhouse conversations, people are starting to see wax true colors. But why is it just taking so long for them to see that? Because he has this tape and all of this. But you can just see his character, the way he conducts himself in interviews, his spirit, his energy. It's off. And and the only people I see that act like that are um, detectives and, and people who are in the hood sitting in the undercover cars trying to fit in and blend in with society but they still have like this added like this, this spirit like they'll still shake you down and pat you down <laughs> like that's the energy I get from WAC you know um, and then Big U as well um, what do you think about all of this stuff coming out right now about him having a sex tape and Hassan Campbell uh, from Bronx River exposing it and recording it during the uh, interview with DJ
1: Academics well when it comes to individuals like that all um, people have to know that we've had these individuals amongst us since the beginning of time. It's not new for us to have turncoats, for us to have agents, for us to have rats and snitches amongst us. That is just the nature of humanity. And our people is not exempt from these type of individuals. I read these individuals as soon as they appear. For one, when you have people such as myself, Doggy Diamonds and others who are organically reaching our people, for anybody to come up after us and get overexposed, it brings suspicion. It's an alert that we have to understand that there are other forces working with these individuals to get them there. I said that about Grandmaster Jay and his garbage. I've said that about uh, this Kevin Samuels individual, sleep in peace to him. I've said that about WAC. I've said that about various individuals because I know the signs based on my research and being involved with the work. Mm -hmm. You understand? You think Kevin Samuels was an agent? I'm not sure if he was an agent per se, but I do believe that there was something in the mix that wasn't right and exact with him. And because of that suspicion, um, I decided not to engage in conversation or dialogue when it came to that individual. Um, Our people are very cynical of people who come... And say that they are right and exact, and that they are in a space where they actually want to do for our people. Now, 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 really quick, there's
0: public information on Google uh-huh. that uh, uh, Kevin Samuels has photos um, in, you know, in a fraternity with uh, throwing up Masonic symbolism and mm-hmm. and just showing his alliance with the with this whole like Satanic Masonic order. Um, what role do you think fraternities and sororities play in? In this whole like satanic industry that we're witnessing right now, do you feel like it's a grooming process, like to join these fraternities?
1: Any any organization that works in complete secrecy and deals with parables and 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 um, language that is not for what they want to consider outsiders is dangerous, and it is grooming because what is the end result? That comes from you being involved in these spaces. Mm -hmm. If the end result breeds separation amongst our people, uh, oppression within our people, and non-control of our labor, then it cannot be right and exact for our people. Now, do these institutions only bow down to this great institution, this corporation of the United States of America? No. No. So if it is tainted, then it can't be for who we are and our growth. Right. You understand? Absolutely. So when people take these pledges and allegiances to people who are outside of what we consider godly, universal truth, then those people must be deemed enemies. And on that note, do you think
0: being a Mason and Satanism go hand in hand?
1: Um, I don't particularly believe that it's hand-in-hand hand with what we know as uh, Satanism, mm-hmm. right? Because I haven't studied Satanism to that degree, nor will I ever want to. Uh, I don't particularly uh, believe 1,000% in entities uh, that can cause us damage because when you do that you take away from the power of yourself Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There's just a specific way that these doctrines are structured Mm -hmm. and I know that when you have true belief in self none of it can harm you Mm -hmm. since just last night we are now in New York City aware of the police officer's mother who was just killed Because this man believed that she Had put a hex On him You understand this is what's going on Today as we speak He was just charged yesterday With murdering this woman He went to her door And shot her three times Mm. Once in the head fatally killing her Mm. Because he Believed she put a hex On him so if the hex Was that strong Or if what she was doing for years as someone who believed in these forces was right and exact it didn't save her life you understand but so, it
0: does put validity though to the claim that he could have been possessed by some type of dark energy
1: well again <laughs> you know what i'm saying if that is the case there's so many dark energies that appear to be winning over the space of millennia right i mean where does the good energy come in at? At what point does the good energy become victorious? Mm-hmm. Because for the past millennia that we have of documented uh, uh, history, mm-hmm. we are always on the losing end of it. Mm-hmm. At what point does the godly, mm-hmm. right? At mm-hmm. what point does the right and exact, mm-hmm claim victory mm-hmm. over the demonic. And that's why it's so
0: important that I ask you this. When will our people finally start exercising discernment when it comes to who we allow to be our influencers? We're constantly making these IG celebrities and people on Clubhouse richer. Meanwhile, they aligned with an agenda that's destroying
1: us. Um, our people, once they recognize their potential to be greater, mm-hmm. I say it often, every minute That passes we have the potential To be greater Every hour every day We all have a potential To be greater than we were In the space of time That just passed Once our people start Believing in self Manifesting in the self And making that Manifestation tangible Then people will not Be able to get into the mind And the heart's to distract you from your goal Our uh, People have to set real goals And accomplish those goals Just like they set out to lose weight right. Just as they set out to stop drinking right. Just as they set out to own a home right. These things are individual gains When our people learn to make gains in groups Then we will not be able to be influenced By the trinkets of these
0: societies Right What was the defining moment in your life When you realized you wanted to be uh, A leader for the community And a staple in the community Because inevitably that's what you've become Whether you like it or not And um, you know when did you just realize Like you were tired Like enough is enough I'm going to start doing more I'm going to start visiting the homes of of people Whose families might have been through something traumatic In the Brooklyn area When did you really start just really outreaching
1: well, um I was raised in it. Like I said my father was so instrumental in shaping my beliefs. Uh my mother was very instrumental in shaping my beliefs. So I always knew better. Um what happened was the environment was not nurturing during that time to individuals who was you know politically active, socially active. At the time of the crack era, when I was coming into my adolescent, I was so engaged and enthralled by the streets that I believed that that was the ultimate mission. A little bit of knowledge can force one to become very ignorant and silly. Um, At the point of my last arrest, uh, I always say I wasn't a state-raised person. I didn't go... To juvie. I didn't go to Rikers Island as an adolescent. I went there as an adult after college, after a, a term in the service. So I knew what I was doing. I never got high. I never uh, used drugs. Um, so I knew what I was doing. And when I got arrested, I knew. I said, well, this is it, man. Um, I gotta right now decide what I'm going to do no matter how long this journey takes me. And after going through that process, after being arrested, after going through a trial, after being convicted and sentenced uh, to almost 30 years, and then uh, getting my appeal and end up doing almost a decade behind bars, while I was in there, I was preparing to make that change. I got back onto my studies. I became very disciplined Mm -hmm. in articulating what needed to be done because you cannot be a criminal. Mm -hmm. Revolutionaries are not criminals. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Criminals deal from a space of hate. Mm -hmm. Revolution is a space that is built on love. So my love for my people forced me to be engaged in this type of work. Mm -hmm. And that's what was the turning point for me. I got tired of seemingly losing i got tired of ending up a statistic mm-hmm. and that's where my life was going so i wanted to change the outcome mm-hmm. one thing you speak on a lot
0: is the importance of uh fathers black fathers in in the household and um you know just making sure the youth understand that dynamic and in, in, in its importance um One thing we like to focus on on Time Bomb Radio is keeping the youth out of institutions and out of jail and things of that nature. Uh, What would you say, during your experience, was the wickedest thing that you might have seen that would keep kids out of jail to make them never want to go?
1: Man, listen, we've seen it all on TV, movies, in books, uh, people telling their stories. I even told my story several times. I've seen a lot. I've seen men raped. I've seen men commit suicide. I've seen officers beat people half to death uh, in those uh, correctional facilities. I don't think there is any one thing that will deter anybody from going the street route, from being engaged in criminality because it would have happened already. Um, There's so much heinous things that take place. We have to be in a space where prevention of the thirst for being like our oppressors influences the youth. There has to be a prevention piece. And youth don't understand mortality. They don't understand death. They don't understand what 25 years in prison looks like because they really can't contemplate time. Mm -hmm. So you cannot scare them at a point of saying, well, damn, I seen this man raped to the degree where his behind was Mm bleeding. Or I seen this guy's face get cut off because they're watching it in the street. Some of them have already been raped uh, within gang culture. You understand? Some of them have already been cut. Some of them have already seen people shot, heads blown off in the street. Mm -hmm. So to say that these things are going on in prison, it doesn't establish a point of which where they don't want to go there. We have to speak life into them and give them a different point of view when they see themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Agreed. You're very responsible with your platform. I want to touch on this One last time I want to know um, How do you feel about people Who aren't responsible At a certain age it's under, I mean It's understandable If you're a young boy mm-hmm. But if like You're over 40 You know Even over 35 And you just being Irresponsible Speaking ignorance On YouTube Going on this Clubhouse application mm. and, and doing the most uh, WAC 100 Gotta be about 50 And I just don't understand from a a, a younger Mm -hmm. perspective how an older person could conduct themselves that way. How do you feel uh, being around Wax age and seeing him conduct himself that way, being that you're responsible with what you do when you go on YouTube?
1: Well, again, um, age is not a measure of intelligence, maturity, and commitment. Um, I've seen people who are 70 years old. Act like idiots. You know, right still act other than themselves and I've seen very articulate 18, 19 and 20 year olds. It's all based on what you intake and how you see yourself what themes you have grown up around in your lifespan, right? So when they see these old individuals they're basically grabbing at straws. They are looking at someone who may have had success on these apps or who may have had success in this new way of getting a few nickels Mm -hmm. and they themselves are terrified of engaging in things that they used to do to get money Mm -hmm. so now they take that same irresponsibility that they use in the street and put it in this new technology Mm -hmm. and it's a safe space for them because this is just how the world is operating right now. Mm -hmm. So when you see a whack, Mm -hmm. right? When you see all these other individuals coming on, it is what it is. I can't be triggered by it. All I can do is continuously move in my path and let them meet their demise when they meet it. Right. I consistently consistently point out to the people what truth and what false can come out of certain individual's mouths. That is how you measure any previous person or new person because there's going to be another whack. Right. Uh, there's going to be another Hassan. There's going to be another tahaka Bay. There's going to be another any one of these individuals you want to name another polite another red and blue pill another 19 another jay morrison another umar there's going to be another one coming out of the town because that is where the information is coming from we have always been the center of information Outside of Egypt, right. you understand. That's right. So there's going to be another one. Mecca. But what is their doctrine? What will be the end result if you follow what these individuals are saying? Right. And if the end result is nothing, then you too following them will be nothing. If at the end of their words is scam, then you too will be scammed. Mm-hmm.
0: You heard it here first. Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. You know what's going on. Uh, first of all I want to I want to thank you for this interview and and not even an interview this is a, a whole discussion because we did a little more than just your background we got to talk about some really you know uh, controversial topics to say the least um, so you appreciate it for the most um tell the people where they can find you what they can get involved with that you might have going on and and how could how they can just be a part of what you got going on bliss well
1: I'm all over social media Twitter, Uh, Instagram I even have a clubhouse page YouTube, Facebook All my social media is public Uh, DM me Inbox me Email me at otbeauty At yahoo.com And pick up my book I have a couple of books That are out there on Amazon Uh, The All American Justice System Handbook Also Thug Love Superman you can pick those books up. Uh, I do consistent work in the community. If you need anger management, if you need parenting skills, if you are going through a domestic violence situation and you need coaching, you need to know the signs. If somebody that you love may be in that situation and you need to figure it out, reach out to me. Reach out to me and we can get this work done. Um, Also, most definitely Come watch Doggy Diamonds TV Outspoken Come watch Doggy Diamonds TV Verse And you will see us Be invigorated Be engaging in the comments Be engaging in the channel Share the channel And of course If anybody would like to Donate To the world donate to the work donate to each other cash at me at blizz 155 that's b-l-i-z 155 and let's build our tribe that's, right. that's the only way that we're going to get up out of the situation we have to separate from our oppressors at every level of their institutions we never die
0: we just retaliate with hate and we multiply. You guys heard it here first. Blizz Johnson on the check-in. This is what it is. My man is really outside, for real, for real. He really pulled up on me and he did this interview. So I need everybody to show love. Uh, leave your thoughts in the comment section. Be involved in the discussion and let's continue to build. You guys make sure to check in with Blizz as well and follow him where he told y'all to follow him at. Y'all know what it is. TBR. Boom. Mm.
1: A little bit a little...